Good morning, Christian America. It is Friday. So welcome to the podcast. Fridays, we come to you and we try to focus on the family this Friday, uh, give you guys something to think about uh, heading into the weekend on, on how important the family is to the Christian American community and the examples of how uh, we as Christian Americans need to have faith in our family, have faith in God in order to grow our family in the right way. And we see this over and over throughout the Bible from Abraham to Zechariah to even the complexities of Mary and Joseph and, and, and how they were able to trust in God that he would set things right, that he knew what he was doing uh, when the angels came down and, and spoke to both Mary and Joseph and they put their faith in God that things would be right, that he would make all things good. And how that faith, how we can use that faith, how we can take an example from their faith and Abraham's faith and Zechariah's faith, Zechariah and Elizabeth's faith in our own lives to trust in God and to raise our children to trust in God as well. And, and, and to do that, we need to be educated in God's Word. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to go over some passages today, and we're going to show you some real-life examples or provide some real-life examples most recently on just how great God is and how great His plan is. And no matter what the trials or the tribulations, no matter what the circumstances, how He can come and make all things great. So let's focus on the family this Friday. Good morning, Christian America. Welcome to another Friday. Welcome to another Focus on the Family podcast here with Good Morning Christian America. Every Friday, we like to come to you and we uh, provide you some inspiration and some education on the family, on the family unit, how we as Christian Americans can can uh, better affect the ones that we love, better grow faith within our family, and show some historical examples in the Bible, uh, what faith can do for the family, as well as show you some examples or talk about some examples in modern time where, you know, God is able to transform tragedy into a, 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 something of purpose, uh, a blessing, turns tragedy into blessings uh, that can inspire other people to do the right thing, to inspire people to uh, seek God and his message and his word and his love. Um, and before we get into that, though, we want to remind you that if you want to participate in the Christian American community, go to ChristianAmericaTees.com. The weather is changing. Oh, man, winter is on its way out. Thank goodness. Um, and the spring is on its way in. The sun is shining. The daylight savings have now changed. Hopefully everybody by now has gotten used to the uh, to the time change. I know it was kind of rough. Um but with spring on the horizon, if you go to ChristianAmericanTees.com, you can pick yourself up uh, some teas or tanks uh, to to bring in the springtime into the summer. Um, uh, if if you 
live in a place where it's the weather is still kind of chilly. We have uh, long sleeve tees. We also have uh, sweatshirts and hoodies. Um, but go to Christian American Tees. Pick yourself up some Christian American apparel. That way you can spread God's message without ever have, having uh, to open your mouth. You can just live the example, uh, broadcast your Christian American uh, love and faith, and others around you will automatically know that this person can be trusted. This person is, is, a, is a believer in Christ. This person loves their country. Uh, this person and their family are doing what's best they can, and that hopefully will will build relationships, will spark conversation, will spark thoughts uh, that maybe didn't exist before and gain people or, or, or into the community uh, or give people the uh, encouragement and the confidence to, uh, to speak out on their faith more openly. Uh, you can do all of those things. If you go to ChristianAmericanTees.com and pick yourself up something, uh, something nice from there. If you can't, uh, you can always participate in the Christian American movement by continuing to log on to uh, and, and, and to Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, uh, to our uh, social media platforms, to YouTube, subscribe to the YouTube channel, to the podcast, Good Morning Christian America, and the podcast itself is on eight different um, outlets for audio only. Um, so numerous ways. You have no excuse. There are numerous ways. Uh, that you can receive the Good Morning Christian American podcast where we come to you every day or Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at least uh, to try to pass on some good news and some knowledge in Christ and the Christian principles as, as well as the American uh, uh, foundational principles uh, that that have been set forth uh, from Christ himself. Uh, we believe that you know this country has achieved the greatness that has achieved because of the principles that it follows the the Christian principles that Christ set of loving thy neighbor and I think if you once you study the uh, Declaration of Independence and the Constitution of the United States as well as uh, some of the um, some of the Federalist Papers that explain why the founders built our country the way they did you can clearly see that there was a a, a Christ and the biblical example that was set is clearly on their mind. Morality was clearly on their mind. And the, the uh, knowledge and the, and the understanding that human beings such as myself and you are inherently have evil tendencies and that those tendencies needed to be guarded against because not everyone would have the faith that we have to to fight against those tendencies to fight against those evil urges to fight against the things that we know that are wrong and they put policies and 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 uh statutes in place to work against that and and that's part of the reason we believe that the uh that our country is the greatest in the history of the world is this understanding that it's a Christian nation. It was a Christian nation from the very beginning. But we don't want to get into that just yet. Um, we're here today to talk about the family. And the family is the most, most important part, the most crucial part of any society. And before you can have a family, you have to have parents. right? You have to have the adults. 
uh, to make the decisions uh, to have a family. And it's a sad thing in in this day and age where we've posted uh, numerous times on uh, on social media about you know these individuals, these celebrities, these uh, influencers, and, and and people that are that are demonizing or or or, or dismissing the need for families. Like, oh, we shouldn't have kids because there are too many people in the world, or uh, the the environment can't withstand all of uh, all of the people on Earth. Um, that's first it, that's wrong it's it's inaccurate it, it's scientifically inaccurate and, and, and there's no data to back that up um also one of their one of their excuses is that you know kids are expensive and it, because they cost too much you, you you should think twice about having children because you may not be able to afford it um again and there, there's no data to back this up not that you know you're your own comfort level or uh, affordability is, is something to stop you from having children. Many, many people, or uh, let me put it this way, very few people in the whole history of the world have it as, uh, uh, are as economically well off as we are in 2019. We are the richest, most prosperous point in all of civilization. And yet, for all the time that has come before us, people had time to uh, or had had the means to have children, uh, nonetheless. So that idea just doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. And what it shows is, is it shows a lack of faith, a lack of understanding of 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 Christ and the power of God. And um, I mean, and you see this as portrayed in. Uh, throughout the Bible, right? If you want to go back from the very beginning, where uh, where Abraham, uh, where God speaks to Abram, at that point his name is Abram, and uh, he's up there in age, and and his wife Sarah is up there in age, and they don't think they're going to be able to have children. But God comes down. Uh, sends angels down and tells Abraham, you will have children to go out, look at the stars, and your uh, descendants will number them. Right? You'll have, you, that's how many descendants you're going to have if you keep the faith. If you keep the faith of God. And that's what Abraham does. He believes in that. He keeps faith in God. And Sarah eventually bears a child who, who they name Isaac and then and then Abraham t- gives him the uh, then God gives Abraham the greatest test to sacrifice his son to see if he's going to go through with that and his faith in God is so strong that he's willing to he's willing to do that he's willing to sacrifice his son and then we all know the story about how God then pulls back from that demand, provides the sacrifice, the lamb as a sacrifice, and then uh, and Abraham's faith, uh, you know, passed, he passes the, the test of faith. And, he, and his descendants now, you know, number the stars. I mean, just, 
Just look at what, is, what, what we have accomplished since then. If you get into the New Testament, right, uh, at the very beginning, right, so if, you, if you're looking at Matthew, where um, Mary is betrothed to Joseph, and they're planning on having their own family, but yet the angels come to Mary. Gabriel comes to Mary and says, you know, hail Mary. You are, you are the chosen one. You're full of grace. The Lord is with you. You will give a son. You will, you will give birth to a son. And we will call him, he will be named Emmanuel, meaning God is with us. Right? And, and so this was foretold. This was foretold back in Isaiah. So if you have a Bible handy, if you go back to Isaiah, Isaiah 7, uh, verse 14, it says, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. A virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. And this is the prophecy fulfilled. Knowing this, and, and imagine being a, a, a young woman at the time, being uh, to, to be found that she's going to be pregnant with a, with a child that she didn't plan for. She's got a, she's got a husband who's not going to be the father the 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 true father what is she going to do at this time what is she going to do not having the hindsight that we have now going you know it, it it's easy to understand now after it's already happened that um of course if an angel came down to me and said that I was going to have a son that would be the, the son of man, that would be God incarnate, of course I would say yes. It's easy to have that faith now when you already know what's happened. But it's extremely difficult to, to have that faith then when you don't know what's going to happen and you know that. Because even now, when, as you know, and you have faith that God is leading you on the right path, you still hesitate. It, it, it is a human instinct to hesitate. What if I'm making the wrong decision? What if I don't want to do this thing that, I, that, that, that I've planned? What if, what if what I'm doing ends up uh, turning out bad in the end? Or you have, you have, we have constantly, uh, we have this constant uh, doubt in our minds. So to look back at Mary and go, of course, well, if they, if an angel came to me, that I would definitely say yes. I would definitely accept it. That's not necessarily the case. And I would, I would ask you if that's what you believe. I would ask you to really uh, delve deep into yourself, into your psyche, and and try to, you know, walk that one through and see and, and see, you know, maybe if you studied it for a little while, you'd come up with a with a different answer. 
similar to the rest of the apostles as that when they traveled with Jesus and they saw they saw the the miracles that were created they saw the water, the water change into wine they saw the the uh, Jesus calm the winds and the storm they saw him walk on water they saw him raise the dead they saw him cleanse the lepers they saw him uh, you know allow the lame and the crippled to walk they saw these things and yet they still lost faith Peter still denied him three times the apostle still ran away when he was captured and, and, and taken to prison. That's why God, that's why Jesus says, you know, uh, to, to Thomas when he returns, you have now seen, you know, blessed and, and you believe. Blessed are those who believe and have not seen. This is Mary. She has not seen the, the future. She has not seen the fruits that are that are to come. She has to take it upon faith on herself and God that things will be all right. She hasn't talked to Joseph just yet. And Joseph at the time, what is he going to say? So there's there's a there's a lot to there's a lot in in this beginning story of the family of the holy family now if you go to Matthew where the angel comes to Joseph you know it says that you know Joseph her husband was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly, right? Once he found out that she was pregnant with a child that wasn't his, what else could he do? He was already considered enough that he wouldn't expose her publicly, but then uh, once the Lord came down to Joseph and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son and you are to give him a name, Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. And he accepted that. When he woke up and he thought about what the angel said to him, he accepted that and he brought Mary into the home. The point that, I'm, that I guess I'm trying to make now is in 2019, there's the many different people from different walks of life that are trying to explain to you, trying to convince you that family isn't necessary. And they give you and they try to rationalize these things through, you know, your, your own wishes and desires, your own prosperity and wealth, your own uh, comfort level. The true greatness, the true, the, the true greatness and the greatest uh, uh, thing that could ever happen to a man or a, and a woman on this earth is that they have a child or children to then pass on their knowledge, pass on their livelihood, pass on uh, their lineage, pass on the message of Christ and the 
values that have sustained our societies for 2,000 years. That is the greatest thing that could happen to anyone. Yes, there are times where we are not prepared. We don't think that we are prepared to be, uh, to be parents, to be husbands and wives, that we're prepared to be grandparents, that we're prepared to take on additional responsibility, that we're prepared to, to take on someone else's child because their parent has passed away or is in need or is in trouble or is in prison or is just gone. And we take, we take those children in through adoption or through foster care. We don't think that we can do it. We don't think that we have the space in our house. We don't think we have the funds in our bank account. We don't think we have the time with work. But if you trust in God, if you trust in his example, if you trust in his word and you take on that responsibility, God will make time. He will make things right because you're doing your duty. You're taking his example and the example of the holy family into consideration when you take on that added burden when you take on that that added responsibility just like Mary and Joseph did and they had the the blessings to raise the son of god they had the blessings to raise the Savior of the world. And it couldn't have been easy. That, they, those initial steps couldn't have been easy, but they did it and they did it and God rewarded them for it. So when you, when you hear people give excuses as to why you shouldn't have children, know that they don't they don't have the people that are saying that don't know what they're saying they haven't thought about what they're saying they're being emotional and they're being short-sighted and they're not having faith in god because god can bring blessings out of tragedy right so we posted uh last week a a story it was on cbs news i was reporting it about a 60-year-old boy born blind. His name is Avid Ray Manis. He's six years old. And he can play the piano uh, unbelievably. right? And if, and if you haven't seen that, go back to um, the 15th or the 16th, so about a week ago. And through our timeline and, and go find that. And you'll see a, a six-year-old boy who can barely, you know, his, his, uh, the piano is up here to like his face. And he's playing the piano with the keys up here because he's so short. And he's, and he's just a prodigy. He's, he, he plays Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody. He plays uh, a, a couple more other songs like from Queen. Um, all while being blind. All while being blind. And it's, it's, you know, it's very moving when you 
uh, if you just watch that two to three minute clip. Um, it's very moving and it's it's a, it's an awesome story, but it, it goes to show the reason I bring it up is because it goes to show that no matter what obstacle, no matter what, you know, tragedy or, you know, supposedly uh, tragic event that comes your way, God has a plan. He has a plan for you and he has a plan for your family. And you need to remember that as you spend time with your family, you need to remember that. As you live out your day, we need to remember that as you raise your children. It's not the end of the world when something bad happens. My youngest daughter, when you know, she's gotten out of this habit, but for, you know, for a while, probably between the ages of four and five, when something bad would happen, she would, she would you know, be breaking down and go uh, and, and say, you know, this is the worst day of my life. This is the worst day of my life. And she would be crying and tears would be coming down her face. And um, and my response would be, yeah, until the next time. Right? Because life is tragic. You're going to run into many uh, obstacles and those obstacles are going to be tough. And... If you think that your life is going to be free of these things, free of obstacles, free of hardship, free of tragedy, and if you try to plan your life like that, you're, you're never going to, A, you're, you're never going to go anywhere meaningful. B, you're still not going to stop the tragedy that comes your way. And the, 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 the worst thing that you can do is not pass on your love and your knowledge in Christ to the next generation. Don't let the naysayers and the commercials and the celebrities and all the quote-unquote important people stop you from living your life, stop you from 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 having and raising wonderful children. And if you can't have kids, if, if you're one of those people that can't have kids, that the doctors say you know, won't have kids, there are plenty of options for you. There are plenty of kids that are looking for loving families. And you can raise them. You can pass on God's message to them. It's It's very important that Christian Americans recognize that the children that we that we have in our households now and that we will have in our households in the future are the key to continuing the greatness of our country they are the key to passing on the greatness of the Christian message they are the key they are the ones that are going to have to, to deal with our mistakes. They are the ones that are going to have to correct our mistakes. And the only way they're going to be able to do that in, in the right way, in the correct way, is having the right knowledge and the right base, the, the right foundation we as parents are able to give them 
this weekend when you're with your family and you're sitting in front of the television mute it or turn it off for a few minutes and have a conversation about the goodness of God about the goodness of Christ tell them a, tell them the story of the immaculate conception tell them the story of the angel Gabriel coming down and, and speaking to Mary and talk through some of these things what she must have been thinking what would you think and get their opinions on it have that Christian American conversation with them spend some time spread some love and provide some knowledge. With that, ladies and gentlemen, as always, if you want to contribute to the Christian American community, go to ChristianAmericanTees.com and pick yourself up some Christian American apparel because it is when you put on this apparel, that's what's going to separate you from everyone else. You're going to show the world by your love and your compassion and your devotion and your politeness and the way that you treat one another, you will be that light that draws people towards Christ. They will recognize you for the good works and the good, and the good words that you say and the good works that you do. And if you do them with a Christian American tea on, you may inspire other Christian Americans to do good as well. And that's what we want to do here. That's what we're all about here at the Christian American community. So go to ChristianAmericanTees.com. Pick yourself up something, uh, something worthwhile. This weekend, as you're with your family, remember these lessons. Remember the, the, this conversation. Re dig into the text and the scripture of the Bible and spread it to your kids. Spread it to the next generation. Stay on fire for Christ. Stay lit for Christ and be blessed.